Welcome to On Figure Skating Podcast with me, Johanna, and... Pia, hello. Hello. So we're recording every other week. That's been our pattern so far in the Grand Prix series, which we've been watching and enjoying very much. So last week in Italy, just briefly, we watched uh, the men's where Yuma Kageyama won, who we talked about last year because when he won the silver medal at Worlds, he did this funny treading in place, happy dance and all this mm. kind of stuff. And we were really blown away by him. Uh, what did you think of him winning here? Yeah. Yeah, I like your reaction to him winning. You were very happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there is so much potential there. It's, I'm looking yeah. forward to see where this is going, especially this year with the Olympics coming up. Uh, and you and the commentators uh, slightly after you said that he might be contending for the gold we said it yeah we both said it but i said that during the worlds i think last year mm. but uh, or this year i guess but um but in the way i mean i really like him because he's so weird and fun and we were both when we were watching the short programs in the italy grand prix uh, it was one, again, snooze, boring, slow music program after another. And then Yuma came out and he didn't do very well in the short program. It was a disaster. But at least I think when he does, you know, we were expecting, okay, someone's going to put on a show because he's got that kind of goofy, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to entertain you kind mm. of energy, kind of energy. And um, so we like that, even though he didn't do well in the short program. But yeah, it's fun to see him. And he's tiny. He's probably tinier than Shoma, which is saying something. And he's new and fresh. And he's got all this energy and the, the jumps and everything. And he's not boring. I'll give him that. But at the same time, do I really want to see him as the Olympic champion? He doesn't really have that kind of gravitas, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he's kind of silly and goofy, 11-year-old really? kid. Yeah, is what he, looks he, like. he is uh, doubtless now. Yeah. So let's see what happens when, yeah. he, when he grows up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's, that's what I want to see. But in a way, just because of his base value and because Nathan Chen had his ups and downs so far. and I mean, it's not impossible. He could run away with the whole Olympics or he could be, you know, 12th. Because he's been uneven as well, so it's it's hard to say. But um, I don't know. He's fresh, and he feels it's it's going to be fun to watch him. Mm. And then we had Mikhail Kolyada in silver men's, who were someone we we're always rooting for. But uh, and I do like his programs this season, meh, at least a short. But um, he's just one of those. We're we're always terrified when we're watching him. Yes. Because. Because we want him to do so well. Because. Uh, it heightens everything when when he does well. Yeah. It's so amazing to watch. It is. But it's uh, so sad when he doesn't. Yeah, and it's once in a blue moon that he actually mm. does well. So that's where it's always... It's such a heartbreak a lot of the yeah. time. But still, I mean, he keeps us on our toes <laughs> when we're watching him. And Daniel Gressel won the bronze in Italy, I, I, which was fun for him in his home country. And I've been holding out a... A little tiny place in my heart for him for the last couple of years even though he doesn't actually have that great sort of basic skating skills or movement but he's just he's odd and 
I don't know, he stands out in some sort of way for me, so that was nice. Yeah, you're, you're also projecting a close relative <laughs> on him. And he looks exactly bit... like my nephew, yeah. so hey Elias, <laughs> if you're listening, which you're probably not, because no. you'd be bored to tears. <laughs> we had, of course, the women's was, I mean, I guess really even more exciting in a lot of ways, because we saw Anna Sherbukova come mm? out. Do you like her? Yes. A reigning world champion? Well, now we're getting to know her, finally. Yeah. She's not that anonymous that she used to be. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm looking forward to see what, what's going on. Yeah. And I think she... She just... I don't know. I think I, I like the fact that she has a sparkle, mm. which I think was actually better this season. I think she's grown a little bit in that way, in the sort of audience connection and... Um, even though she gets a lot of things free from the judges because they're so ready to give her lots of points, you know, yeah. whatever she does. Uh, but I like the fact, I mean, she really has a lot of upper body movement that is really special. And her back, you know, she bends like yeah. crazy. And then she's just right up there. And that's the thing, you have to get up again. Mm. So she does that really beautifully, even though her programs, a lot of the time the programs are so packed, she doesn't have a lot of time, but... She does manage to get some, I think that's part of her identity, that she has a lot of upper body movement that is really special. And then we watched Maya Kromik, is it Kromik, who was silver, who took the silver medal. And um, she was one of those, you sort of watch, I, I was watching her wondering, is she going to make the Olympics? What's going to happen? Uh, everyone's wondering. But besides from the jump, she's, I don't know. I didn't really feel anything watching her. She had um, sharpness to her, which I liked. Mm. But meh, it's more like, where is she going to be in a few years? And we liked Leona Hendricks. Um, she's been one of those... I've, I've watched her for years. She's been up and down, and you never know what, what to expect. But it is really fun to see someone who is actually not 15. She was in the lead of the yeah. short. So yeah. that was really good. She looked strong. Both physically and mentally. Yeah. Since she was able to, everyone was like, is she going to fall apart? She's never been in the lead before. But sometimes that's a boost to mm. someone like that. And that's always a good sign that they're, uh, in Swedish, there's an expression, uh, winning head. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> what, what would that be? Vinna no. skalle, it's called. Uh, I think she has that. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. But we watched the uh, NHK trophy today, and oh my god, what was your strongest impression? <laughs> well, could it be us crying over <laughs> Shoma Yuno? Finally! <laughs> yeah, I was crying. Yeah, were you was, crying? Uh, probably, I don't you, remember. You were really nervous, though, oh, watching his... Oh, it was nerve-wracking. I was jump Like, when I watched <laughs> football, I was yeah. jumping up and down. <laughs> Amazing, he is... One of the world's best skater when he is good and uh, and is he back? He's probably back now. I think he's more than back. I yeah. think he's developed. Uh, it took a little time and switching coaches and being with Stefan Lambiel. Uh, it seems to have look, really happened. It something. looks like they smell so good, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they have that expensive Swiss <laughs> yeah. perfume going on. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it's been good for him. I mean, that's yeah. the kind of thing, though, which is interesting because he's not one of the younger skaters anymore. And this could be his last season. I have no idea. Maybe not. Uh, some people are staying around longer uh, than they used to. But he, um, I don't know. It's interesting to watch a lot of the skaters who, when you see someone who is 16, we watched a few guys last uh, week who just you know, they're doing quadruples and you can see that they have never felt pain, <laughs> like real injury, oh, yeah. uh, chronic pain or anything like that. Shoma has, you can mm-hmm. tell, and anyone at that age who has been doing quadruples for 10 years or so has physical pain and has overcome ups and downs in their careers. Like he, Shoma carries that baggage in his tiny, tiny backpack. Um, and yet he is at a point where he is developing and changing and growing and we don't know what's going to happen from now on, but even just this competition at home in his home country, um, he's, I mean, I've always loved his presence, his focus. Yeah. It's amazing. But now he's really cherishing all the moments in his choreography. And no matter what happens, if he makes a mistake, the next movement, he really takes care of it. Like his focus is incredible. But what do you think his uh, new coach has uh helped him with what it's, are his strengths it's as a, a coach it's a good question because when he switched at one point he didn't have a coach yeah shoma you remember when he was crying yeah right <laughs> after the last olympics yeah and he didn't have a coach for and it was disastrous mm. and then people were saying well why is he going to stefan lambiel i think it was just a tryout because Stefan is great at choreography. I remember when he skated, he won the silver at the Olympics 2006. Like he had that the artistic part and the pirouettes that was strength. Uh, and of course you can teach other things, but it didn't seem, it seemed at that point, like what Shoma needed was someone who, you know, he already had everything. He just never skated clean. Mm. He needed someone to clear up his technique or his focus or wake Maybe him like up. Mission. Like mission, exactly. Mm. Someone to, but then this kind of works, and so I don't know. I think he's. I think what he does because I've heard Stefan talk in interviews about, he loves skaters who have great musicality. Mm. That really oh, means yeah. something to him because he can work with that, and it looks like they have worked with that in a way that, like Shoma takes care of every moment in his program which helps him to calm down before he does his jumps, which helps him to, he did have a mistake or two here, but uh, at least land more of his quads. I mean, he did a great quad loop, for instance, which he hasn't always done. I don't remember seeing that much from him. And I don't know, there's something to be said because Shoma actually, he did have quads and he had the technique, but somehow he wasn't able to put it together a lot of the time. So I think it has to do with that, like really taking care of every moment and the mental aspect. And I don't know, it's so hard to say because you can't read him. You have no idea what he's there thinking. There are so many that should go to Stefan Lovdiab. That's true. Kevin Amos, maybe. Oh, please, <laughs> Kevin. What did you think of Vincent this time around? Yeah. yeah still strong. He recovers, even though he have a few mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want we wanted to go well for him. Yeah. But it's not that uh, uh, moving. It isn't. I think his short program. I mean, we've seen it so many times. Mm. The starry, starry night. Like it's so. It's a little bit Blades of Glory. 
I don't know. It's almost making fun of skating. I don't know if that's... It's not intentional, I think. And maybe it's just because I've seen it so many times. Mm. But, I mean, you know, we've always been rooting for him. But it has more to do with the fact that he's a nice guy. <laughs> like, I don't know, his skating, his flow, and he's not that dynamic in his movements. And, you know, I like him, but we were not that happy about him getting the silver over Jun Wan Sha. Because it was barely, just not oh, even a no. point. Yeah, that's uh, something different artistically. Yeah, <laughs> he was so moving in both programs. And he also seems like a very good person. Very upbeat <laughs> uh, and positive. He is. Um, and I think he's more interesting because he hasn't had it all that easy in a way. When he came out a couple of years ago, he was third at his first Grand Prix final, at least that's how I remember it. I'm pretty sure, 99% sure that. So everyone was like, and he was really an audience favorite when he mm. was doing that Romeo and Juliet program. So everyone, it was I guess 2019, I guess around that season. So everyone was thinking he's the next almost Yuzu level superstar because the audience was at that point reacting to him in that kind of way like they adored him yeah, well he is so uh, dramatic and serious and uh, such a presence doll face yeah. <laughs> and he's got that crazy beetle hair yeah it's perfect perfect gloss in his <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 he's got the looks that mm. a lot of people <laughs> like yeah he's adorable but um but at that point it just seemed like oh no problem He's going to just clear up some of those uh, under rotations and no problem. But then there has been problems like his and, of course, a pandemic. Um, and now it just seems like he's someone who he has to work for it, but he's getting there. And to have these great programs, especially the short program that uh, Shailene Bourne apparently choreographed. Amazing. And the fact that he can, I don't know, I just, I want to, I, I kind of want him to win the Olympics. Mm. Not going to happen because the quads, he needs more quads. And he under rotates yeah. the jumps, uh, which is a shame. But it's still just one of those people who I can't wait to watch and see more of. And um, But it was so much better, this competition. It was, yeah. yeah. He seemed to believe in it a little bit more. So it was kind of weird, this competition. It's different in every Grand Prix, but uh, the different rules. Uh, but we see them, they have the face masks, but we first see them talk to their coaches and hug their coaches without face masks. And then at this competition, at NHK Trophy, they had this plastic divider in the kiss and cry when they get mm. their... That was so odd when they had already hugged them without face mask. Yeah, I, sh I, I think they should uh, divide up the pairs as well. <laughs> yeah, after the program. Yeah. Or during. Yeah. Someone has to skate around with a plastic. That wouldn't be very dramatic. I know. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's mm. just someone who's made up this. Or maybe in this time, it kind of felt to me like, well, we have this plastic divider from the last year. <laughs> oh, really, I really think that was it because I remembered they had it. And at that point, I don't think they had the talking to the coach right before face-to-face, -face, right mm. before the program. Um, and I don't know if I'm against it or whatever. I just think it's it's so arbitrary. And there needs to be some common sense in what they're doing. I'm all for precaution. But when it doesn't make any sense, it's just for show. Meh. 
I don't know. It makes no sense. It, it's all over the place. Mm. And uh, next week we have in the f- uh, French competition, of course. So who knows what they'll do there? Because I think COVID is actually on the rise there. Or who knows what they'll do. In the women, we had finally... Kaori Sakamoto. My favorite. Well, I think she got so many points uh, she didn't deserve. What? No, <laughs> you crazy? They had to let her win yes. this time around, so she was in Japan. Mm, she but, was yeah. very happy. They were. She was, and it was good to see her win and to have her win at home. But I still think I didn't watch as closely this time. But they still give her the least GOE they can get away yeah, with. That is so weird. Very very strange. And they had to let her win here because a silver medalist won a. Uh, Kawabe and Yu Young, or Young Yu, they say sometimes, uh, had. Um, they both had mistakes. I mean, real faults mm. on the triple axle. And I think yeah. both of them fell on triple axle, right? Yeah, maybe. And a few other mistakes and not a lot of speed. Uh, I don't know. They had to let Kaori win. But it seems like the judges only let her win when there is no other option, which yeah. drives me crazy. I think her short program was better this time. Yeah. Seeing it, 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 uh, she grows on you, uh, her her new programs. And she was kind of lifted by the home audience. Mm. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Um, I w- but I missed Hika Kihira. I know, and also a Trusova was supposed to be. Yeah. Here, so she can't make the finals. And the Russian girl was injured. Yeah, during the Daria, war. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. Mm. Actually, I thought about because she was, we don't. I mean, she probably had that some sort of issue with it before the warm up. I don't know, but it's. Who knows? But it looked really. Yeah, she couldn't even stand on her no. leg, which is terrible. Yeah. That's obviously, and they take a lot of pain, mm. and she was carried out and. Uh, I don't know, the commentators that we were watching was said, well, we'll see if she comes back in time. Oh, we're like, yeah. what are you talking about? That's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I've I, I read a little bit, but there is no clear... I read what injury it was, and it's very common during those years when they're still growing and doing a lot of quads, which is maybe not that great. Um, it looked pretty serious. Yeah, I don't did. know. But it did make me think that it's pretty rare, actually. All these years I've been watching uh, for 25 years or more, 30 years or something since I was a little kid. Um, I've seen maybe twice people actually end their program midway because of injury. And a couple of times during the warm-up, well, that was mostly Yusu and Hanyan (laughs) crashing into each other. Maybe one other time someone has been injured. I mean, like, mm. and I've watched a lot of competitions, so it's, it is really rare. And I think, in a way, it isn't strange that it happens because they are so nervous and all this adrenaline, and you're doing things that maybe you, you know, your body isn't used to because of the adrenaline. And I don't know. It, it was pretty distressing to see her crying. And it, it reminds us of how much these 15 year old girls and everyone else is you know, physically what they take and who knows what they live with, lifelong pain and chronic pain and stuff because of it. Mm. 
Thanks for listening. We've been very excited to see so many people listening. Um, it's a lot of fun. And uh, get in touch if you want on Instagram on Figure Skating Podcast. See you next time. Bye.